Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all fair and well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, Music Fullness. Mindfulness Using Music and the Yoga of Sound with our amazing guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik. You know, focusing on the act of breathing clears the mind of all daily distractions and clears our energy, enabling us to better connect with the spirit within. And breathing is the essence of life, and music is breath of life. Music is the language of the spirit. It opens the secret of life, bringing peace, abolishing strife. And Dr. Gore Ivanik states that rhythmic breath control is a charging station for the human body. And he will share how combining breath with rhythm can help us find balance within to handle all aspects of our life. That is so amazing. Dr. Igor Ivanik, doctor of musical arts, is a well-being diplomat who helps people develop resilience to stress. His tool of choice is rhythmical breath control. Here, the mind is renewed by breath and focused by music. A speaker featured on NPR and Phil Goldberg's Spirit Matters podcast, Dr. Igor is also an internationally certified yoga of sound instructor. An award-winning music composer, left-handed pianist, and harmonian performer, Dr. Igor is a cerebral hemorrhage survivor who understands the fleeting nature and power in every moment. And that is why he strives to bring meaning in every moment of life. His webinars and live appearances focus on helping participants thrive in stressful times. And these programs draw on Dr. Gore's expertise in the fields of yogic meditation, Indian and Western classical music, psychoacoustics, salsa dancing, hammock lounging, and stargazing. He had the privilege to share these teachings with audiences across the United States, Portugal, Austria, Portugal, and India. So now I uh, welcome Dr. Gore to our show. Welcome, Dr. Gore, and thank you for returning to Love Light. Dr. Farish, um, it's always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me, and welcome to everyone who tuned in. Yes, and Dr. Gore, we're going to jump right in with you sharing uh, a practice to help us get kicked off today, uh, centered on, I guess, our relationship to the world through the sense of hearing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what we need to do to prepare? Yes, let us begin with a with a short practice, um, just so that uh, indeed we can um, we can recenter um, for a moment. Um, that practice uh, will be first of three practices that we'll do today. Um, and that will be the same practice unfolding in three different ways, um, gradually 
changing as we go. Um, the practices of the so-called staircase breath in this initial practice of rhythmic breath control will be um, sitting comfortably so that about uh, your 30% of your body weight is on the floor. The easy way to check this is that if you can lift your body off the chair that you are sitting on without using your hands, that means about 30% of your body weight is on your feet, is on the floor. That's how I would like you to sit with your spine straight, relaxed. We'll close the mouth, we'll just use the nostrils to breathe, and I will guide you in a practice of staircase breath where we'll be inhaling uh, in five short inhales and exhaling naturally. Let's do it right now. So here we go. We'll be inhaling on the count of five, exhaling on the count of five. The inhale will be gradually happening as if we are walking up the staircase. Five steps up. Yet I'm filling up the lungs. Five very definite short inhales. At the end of five inhales, I want my full lungs filled with air. And then a natural exhale. So we'll not be breathing through the mouth. We are zipping the mouth and throwing out the key. We'll be only inhaling through our nostrils. Throughout the whole practice. Stages one, two, and three. Here's the count. Get ready. In, two, three, four, five. Out, exhale. In, three, four, five. Out, exhale. In, out. In, out. In, out. In, out. In, out. In, out. In. Dr. Gore.
Can you share with us about that practice? And even with the rhythmic breath control, it connects breathing with music. Is it possible to do the breath practice without music? Yes, Dr. Farish. Absolutely. I I wanted us to start um, with a guided practice so that um, so that we prepare ourselves a little bit for the journey uh, of this hour. Um, And to answer your question, it is absolutely each of the practices that I'm sharing is perfectly doable um, as a practice on its own, just as a breathing practice without um, without the rhythmic aspect of it. However, the rhythmic aspect helps um, bringing so-called synchronization, so-called entrainment. We'll talk about it a little later today, what it actually does to our internal organs. The rhythmic aspect also focuses the mind and allows us to go into the zone for for that practice. It also primes our um, physical system to be more... uh, connected with the rhythm to follow it it in a way it functions as a guide and i noticed a lot of people telling me uh, who practice this that that it will be very difficult for them to do it for an extended period of time without the guiding um, principle of of music behind it but it's totally viable as a practice on its own just using the breath these practices come from the word of pranayam, which is a yogic word for um, prana, it's the energy, the energy that allows us to live, the energy that digests the, you know, the food for us in the body. And ayam is to extend, so to extending of the life force, which mm-hmm. sometimes is is translated as breathing practices, but that's much more of a narrow, um, you know, look at what is actually happening inside of the body. With these, yes. with these practices. Yes, that music surely enhances the practice. You know, we, we hear you talk about sound, how sound resonates the whole human being. That sound is to the nervous system what food is to the body. Wow. Can you explain that? Yes, absolutely. Um, you were right saying that uh, you know, music really enhances um, that practice because music allows for the perfect rhythm to happen when we are breathing. Now, science figured out that um, when they were looking at breath and different types of breath and and tried to figure out what is best for um, the human being, uh, they thought, they realized that it's not whether the breath is very long or very deep, but the best results for the, the health of both the body as well as the mind came when breath was rhythmic, when it was recurring at a fixed rate. And that's what the music was helping with. Now, when when we look at that part um, of sound resonating the whole of us, um, and basically uh, being that, that food for the nervous system, that happens because um, primarily because of um, the vagus nerve, the nerve that I mentioned in, in our previous podcasts. And that nerve that is coming from the brain and is attached to our eardrums and then goes down, dangling down, touching upon all the major organs of the body. It touches the, the heart, the lungs, the stomach, liver, many, many others. 
because of it being attached to the ears, the rhythm and the sound immediately help synchronize our breath, mm-hmm. synchronize our heart rate, synchronize our brain oscillation. So basically, again, we are coming into the synchronization of, of all the internal rhythms, and that's called entrainment. We are entraining the body. It is, it is something along the lines of what happens when we are breathing through the nostrils. I remember talking about this in the previous podcast where um, when we are breathing through the nostrils, the tons of little um, little hairlets, uh, little um, tiny pieces of hair that, that, sits in our, that sit in our nose, they get stimulated and they sign, excuse me, they send um, stimulus directly uh, to the brain. So basically, mm-hmm. when we are breathing through the nose, we are immediately stimulating the brain. Same level of stimulation for the nervous system happens using uh, uh, the, the rhythmic um, recurrence, using, the, uh, using music, using rhythm uh, through the ear. So doing this um, rhythm, sound, art to the nervous system, we could we could compare them to, for example, the charger for the phone. They really, literally, charge um, the neocortex, charge the brain. The electric impulses that are created um, by uh, by the incoming sound, incoming rhythms. They uh, they charge the neocortex. Oh, sometimes this discharge it depending on the nature of sound, right? Depending um, on whether this you know whether actually the sound is, that we are hearing is beneficial to us or not. There's a lot to be also said about uh, noise pollution, which is pollution that we, you know, we cannot really stay away from because there's, there's no lids that can close our yes. ears. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Gore, as you were speaking, I, it, I thought about the oneness of our being. You know, and as you talked about synchronicity and you know, it seems that our body has its own built-in self-healing mechanism through our breath, uh, you know, that we're kind of disconnected from, you know, how our breath is our natural life force and our saving grace, so to speak. It is, it is, a, um, it is our saving grace. Well, we know very well that, you know, Without, um, well, we can test it. I mean, if if we hold the breath for even a minute and over, then it's very clear that <laughs> yes. that uh, you know, uh, all of a sudden, breath becomes the most important thing yes. in our life. <laughs> yes, and we don't really think about it yeah. that much. And you're helping us become more consciously aware of it. And one of the things that I want to go back to. Um, Examining our relationship to this world through the sense of hearing, how early do we develop this this sense of hearing, and what is special about our ears? Well, as far as the um, sense of hearing is concerned, um, basically, uh, the ear is the first thing that is fully developed in in our organism before we are before we at the time when we're a fetus and then this is the last one the last organism to die fully as as we um, as we depart from this world so basically long before we are able to admire color we already enjoy sound we were talking about about 20 weeks into our life we have 
fully developed auditory system. Um, you know, so when we look at the ear, the uh, mystic view is that the eyes represent the sharpness, the cutting um, ability. It's like the the eagle eye, right? The predatory um, eye that will that will um, t take its prey. Um, that that in the age of pictures, we really um, no longer um, hear the word, but we just see the images of it. And uh, a lot of times, um, people were talking about the fact that the more our sense of hearing is diminished, the, the, the lesser uh, emphasis is on our sense of hearing, the more um, secular and the more detached um, the society becomes from from the source. When you look at uh, different you know, religious traditions of the world, you realize that all the books initially were heard, not written. Yes. Yes. Right? They were first, uh, there was always the revelation is always heard at first, not seen. And that goes for every tradition. Um, that's because sound is free from form, from the physical form. And mm. you see in all traditions of the world also, you see the fact that uh, that all the ancient prophets are actually musicians. They're all portrayed with musical instruments because yes. they, they, so, and that goes across the cultures. We're talking, you know, we're talking about Abrahamic cultures. We're talking about Indian cultures, whatever. Doesn't matter. And anything in between. Um, the prophets are musicians because the source of creation is vibration, and music is also vibration, right? Yes. yes. So music is this kind of the the means of absorbing the. The creation and, and coming closer to the creative source. Um, that's when again I'm talking about in this mystic view of the of the world. Um, so if you think about it, the preparatory stage of for everything is audible. First we have a thought, right? Um, uh, that that then prompts us to do something about um, about uh, about it. So first we have a thought. Thought comes into our mind, then. Uh, that leads to us doing something, and that leads to the outcome. So, and and that thought is is that in, internal vibration, internal sound, which we'll talk about um, a bit more soon. Yes. Wow, Dr. Igor, Before we go on break, can you just share Plato's view about the importance of music? Yes. Um, let me. Um, so he he um, the the Greek philosopher um, Plato. Uh, believed that education in music, um, would, and he meant the unity of melody, of poetry and dance, so that was music for him. Um, that was very important because rhythm and harmony penetrate um, deeply into the inmost soul and exercise a very deep influence upon it. I'll talk a little bit more about it in just a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. Gosh, we are learning so much and this guided practice was so beneficial and you're providing so much education about the importance of sound and vibration and music and rhythm. We are excited to learn more. So we're ready now to take a brief commercial break. Don't go away. We will be right back with more on uh, musicfulness mindfulness using music and the yoga of sound with our amazing guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik, doctor of musical arts, composer and performer, speaker, well-being diplomat, 
founder of Sound Mind and Think Art Music, LLC, on our show today. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik, composer and performer, speaker and well-being diplomat, doctor of musical arts, founder of Sound Mind and Think Art Music, LLC. On our show today, this very special show, Music Fullness, Mindfulness, Using Music 
and the yoga of sound. And Dr. Gore, before we uh, went on commercial break, you were sharing uh, Plato's view about the importance of music. Please continue. Yeah, I find it very interesting. And, you know, since a lot of our um, so-called Western culture comes out of uh, these ruminations of Greek philosophers, so I, I thought it would yes. be interesting to... Um, to give uh, the listeners a little bit of a background of what they were thinking about music. So, uh, in in Plato's view, the in, in his ideal city, vocal music education um, was to occupy a central part in children's education, for example. And the aim of training in music was not necessarily high musical expertise and virtuosity, but it was the cultivation of the soul. Mm. And he has this beautiful um, quote, which says that um, the vocal aspect, reaching the soul, we regarded as education in virtue, and we wow. named it music. I'll mm. read it again. I love the, that. <laughs> the vocal aspect, reaching the soul, we regarded as education in virtue, and we named it music. Mm. So... That's yes. That's for him. It's very clearly education in virtue. And he goes on even to say that, as as far as politics are concerned, that in no state or no country can musical styles be changed without changes in the important laws of the state. Mm -hmm. So he he believes that it is through music um, and the arts, the law or lawlessness gains hold over a community and we see and we see yes. this in history uh, yes. all the um you know the musical censorship the, the censorship of the arts that was coming in for example stalinist russia or basically any any totalitarian state first thing they do is is they they try to curb the music they try to curb the arts in order to uh yeah to 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 change um, the view on what is lawful and what is not just like plato was saying but anyway, that, that's the end of the uh, philosophical ruminations wow, for today. Wow, that's, so, that's, that's very powerful, and I love that quote, you mm. know, about the soul. You know, it's, it's so important. And you have a second practice that you're going to share with us. Definitely. <laughs> Take I it wanted, away. Mm -hmm. I wanted us to um, continue, ex actually, an extension of the first practice we did. Now we are just going to reverse um, what we did before, we are going to inhale for the count of five using our nostrils and then exhale in sh five short bursts, um, just like we did before. And again, only nose is, is in use, no mouth whatsoever. We are sitting with relaxed straight spine. 30% of the body weight is on our feet on the floor. Let's do it. All right, so here's the second part. Now we are inhaling on the count of five normally and exhaling pushing the air out five times again no mouth just the nostrils are working all right let's do it here we go get ready in out two three four five in Yeah. <laughs> 
Wonderful. So this was the second part of the same of the same practice. And again, I wanted. I know that maybe some listeners are coming back, but for some, this will be a brand new experience. So I wanted us to to have the visceral experience as well as we uh, as we are talking about what's behind the experience. Um, so w- basically, w- we know that sound is created of vibration and um, so so vibration is the main main um, aspect um, behind it all and i wanted to spend a moment for us to to think about vibration in in detail so we know that uh, vibration is is the main building blocks main building block of the universe because the more uh, the science the more physics dissects matter and the deeper uh, the scientists go. All they start seeing is is just vibrating, uh, vibrating matter, uh, vibration behind all, um, you know, all levels of density. Whether we are talking about a table or a human being, um, there's this saying um, that things standing share fall, but things moving share ever stay, should be ever present, and that again relates to the uh, the importance of vibration. Now. For us humans, um, vibration, um, we're surrounded by vibration like uh, fish is surrounded by water. Mm. Uh, You know, emotions, feelings, moods, this is all actual vibrations. Um, Even all sensations, uh, sensations of of, um, uh, visual sensations. The, the vibrations of sound, vibrations of color, because color spectrum is also vi- levels of vibration. So, in on on some level, uh, the mystics view all actions of our, our all of our actions as made up of vibrations, and therefore being musical. We as humans are seventy percent uh, made by uh, of water, and as we know from science, water relates and immediately is reorganized by sound, mm-hmm. uh, by vibration. And it's amazing to see what sort of shapes uh, the water takes when different sounds are, uh, you know, when it's exposed to different sounds. So basically, the difference between, uh, you know, different states of matter, something that is solid, something that is, uh, that is liquid, and otherwise, this is just the difference of density. And difference in density is the difference of the level of vibration. When we look at water, when water is ice, when it's solid, there's pretty much not, not much vibration. With more activity, with more vibration, it's liquid water as we know. With even more activity, it becomes vapor, it becomes steam. Mm. And so vibration is really behind pretty much everything. And again, in the mystic view, the soul will perceive um, the vibration of feelings and the mind will perceive the vibration of thoughts. Mm. So mm-hmm. that's why that's why uh, the knowledge um, of sound was highly regarded because vibrations create matter and transcend matter. Um, and by that knowledge of sound. Uh, the main, the men, us, we obtain the, the we, we come closer to creation. Um, so we, we 
by by that mastery of the knowledge of sound, we, we come closer to to the formless. We we come closer to uh, to awakening. Wow. Thank you know. Thank you for bringing this home about you know this whole explanation of vibration. It's like where everything is vibrating, right? And we're vibrating. What you shared about feelings and moves and all. We're we're vibrational beings. Thank you Absolutely. so much for sharing that. <laughs> you know, Dr. Gore, as we explore the relationship of music and well-being, you know, we all want to feel better, you know, especially in this world today. We look around every corner, there's, you know, all kinds of things that are happening. And you talk about the building blocks of music, how they influence us. Uh, uh- vibration, rhythm, you know, how does this influence us? Can you just take it, yes. just help us understand that more? With greatest pleasure, you know, uh, we I usually don't get a chance to really <laughs> speak about this too much, so I'm, I'm delighted that, yes. <laughs> that yes, there's that opportunity. Please. And I feel it's important for us to understand also, you know, um, because, of course, if you look at the textbook elements of music, mm, I will skip some because some of them will not be particularly pertaining to our discussion, because our discussion is, is towards the, the human well-being. But, but yes, we have uh, the pitch, which is the, the, um, the, 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 whether the sound is low or high itself, the rhythm. Um, then I will speak about a little bit about the drone. And there's also the dynamics, whether music is soft or loud, but I will, I will skip that part for now. Um, so first of all, pitch. Low versus high. I mean, if I'm speaking low, more singing low sound versus I'm singing a high sound. That's basically the only difference is how many of movements per second does each of those sound have. The lesser the the amount, the lower the sound. The higher the amount of Mm. oscillations per second, the, um, the higher the pitch. Now, sound is very visceral. We are constantly sliced as if by long sound waves. We are con- and because we are 70% water and we know that water immediately reflects the sound that, that comes to it, we are constantly reconstituted by, by those different sounds. And to, just to give you an example, um, just to, so that, that listeners understand the length of, uh, of sound waves, um, well, uh, to find out, we, we, we have to know how fast does the sound move, and sound moves at uh, 1130 feet per second. And then we, we, we divide it by, uh, by the frequency, so uh, by, by the frequency in hertz, and hertz means simply how many cycles per second. And so, and that's, that's we, we, get, we get the length uh, from it. And for example, the human, the male speaking voice would be anywhere between 85 to maybe 150 hertz. Female voice starts around there around 150 and goes maybe to 250. And children go above that. Now, the children's voices go above that. So if we take an average female voice at around 200 hertz um, and uh, divide that by uh, by the speed of sound. We realize that that average female voice will be traveling at around close to six feet. The, the actual mm. wavelength is is the six, wow. is six feet. If you come to a piano and play and play the lowest sound on the piano, 
it will be about 41 feet in length, mm. the, the sound wave. So that's why I'm saying we are actually physically kind of, you know, yeah. cut through all Feeling. these waves yeah. nonstop. Um, and we are constantly reconstituted by them. Um, and then when we talk about the rhythm, well, think about it this way. If physician, when physician examines our body, um, he examines uh, or she examines rhythm of the pulse, the heart, blood, blood circulation. They examine rhythm. They examine it using musical quantities, hmm, interesting, right? Interesting. Interesting. Um, tone and rhythm make really, I mean, in the simplest terms, make music. And we also talk about toned body, right? The body that's well toned, and then rhythms of uh, of of the pulses that I meant just mentioned. So the toned body plus plus those rhythms in sync that equals health. So mm. there's a lot. Uh, there's a huge relationship between rhythm and help uh, and health. Um, see, oftentimes, for example, we will misunderstand email messages or text messages because they will because these don't have the nuance of of pitch of timbre of melody and rhythm because we rely as human beings for our understanding on these nuances. And let me give you an example. Um, for example, if I if I speak like this constantly without any changes, that's boring, right? That's absolutely <laughs> boring. Uh, however, the moment I use inflections, the moment I change my rhythm, the moment I stop, the moment I speed up, the moment I say something very softly, you know, then that's that's so it is through these musical qualities that that you understand all of us understand meaning the extract meanings um we are you know uh, from long ago from the beginning of humanity we're surrounded by natural rhythms rhythms of mm. the day and night and so on you know moon uh, whatever all of these rhythms, uh, and we, we're very much attuned to them. And I, when I think of what was really the first industrial revolution for a human being, uh, I think it was the development of the clock. Because the moment we developed a clock, all of a sudden we went through from rhythms of nature into an artificial rhythm of, of you know, 60 seconds becoming minutes and 60 minutes becoming an hour and so on and so forth. And that becomes 24 and all that. Um, so there is that. Uh, so thinking about these things, we realize how a how surrounded by rhythms we are, and b how uh, how important rhythm uh, can be. Uh, the pulse of our heart, of our blood, and so on, can be um, to our well-being. And as we learned from the discussion about vagus nerve, all that. Uh, all those internal uh, rhythms of our body get influenced and get entrained, get synchronized by mm -hmm. using rhythm. Wow, this is so very important, understanding the natural rhythm, our connectedness to sound. You know, we are vibrational beings and how not only within ourselves, but even in terms of the outside world. This is amazing, Dr. Gore. But keep your thought. It's time for a brief commercial break. Don't go away. We will be right back with more from Dr. Igor Ivanik, composer, uh, performer, doctor of musical arts, speaker, well-being diplomat, certified yoga sound instructor, founder of Sound Mind and Think Art Music LLC on our show today, Music 
fullness, mindfulness using music and the yoga of sound. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, you've been listening to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just tuning in, I am with our amazing guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik, on our show today, Music Fullness, Mindfulness Using Music and the Yoga of Sound. Dr. Gore is a composer, performer, music, uh, doctor of musical arts, well-being diplomat, 
founder of Sound Mind and Think Art Music LLC. And Dr. Gore, continue. We uh, let's continue with our segment three. Let us know how you want to proceed. Absolutely. So one last um, concept about um, building blocks of music that that I wanted to make sure <laughs> that that listeners understand is the drone. The drone part is actually not that um, often found in in Western music, but very prominent in in world music styles. In uh, and it. It is used in meditation as well. Hmm. Uh, the drone is an aid to concentration. And if I just play it for you, that's the drone. That's what I'm talking about. Um, the sound of the drone. Now, how does it uh, how does it aid the concentration? Well, uh, in in meditative practices, uh, most of them are practices of inward gazing. So the, the mystic keeps a thought or a, a certain seed, maybe a mantra, in, in their mind uh, for a long time. And the longer it's kept in our mind, the stronger the, um, that, that thought becomes, the stronger that seed becomes. And so drone, by keeping the non-stop uh, it, it's same unchanging nature from the beginning to the end of, of either musical performance or meditation allows you to focus your mind on that very sound. So that was and that was the sound that you um, that you heard just right now. So just like we did in the previous two sections, let us uh, now finish our practice with the third version of what we were doing. And now we'll combine what we did in the first part, which is five inhales, um, five short inhales, with five short exhales. They will be happening one after the other. So let us do the third part of the practice. In part three, we are going to inhale on the count of five, exhale on the count of five, Inhaling stepwise, five steps, and exhaling five steps. As I'm inhaling, in five steps I try to fill up my lungs. As I'm exhaling, on the count of five, in five steps, I'm trying to empty my lungs. Each ascending and descending will be followed by a rest on the count of five. Get ready now, in, out, relax, get ready now, in, out, relax, ready now, in, out, relax, in, out, Relax. In. Out. Relax. In. Out. And relax. In.
know if you have questions. Be well. Live well. Yes. Play well. So that was the the third version um, of of the exercise that we that we're doing all throughout um, this session. By the way, listeners, uh, if you want to come back to that uh, exercise, it's available in the video format um, on my website, drigorspeaks.com. It's d-r-d-r-i-g-o-r-speaks.com. And if you just if you just click on Try RBC. RBC stands for Rhythmic Breath Control. Try RBC on the website. You have exactly um, the same practice to to use at your own convenience. Okay, with your video, and I think we have that link, and hopefully we'll try to get that, you know, maybe attached to the show episode as listeners tune back in on demand to maybe listen and hear it. Uh, Dr. Gore, you talked about the traditions, the chant, you know, a lot, we're engaging in a lot of chant mantras. Uh, What are they, and what's their purpose? You you, you know, you you alluded to that uh, about mantras. Yes, uh, mantra. It's basically at, at the core. It's reverse engineering. Basically, uh, mantras, traditional mantras, are sounds, uh, words that have been heard in deep states of meditation, and and are being internally or externally chanted as a reverse engineering, so that you can bring yourself back. To that, um, to that state of deep meditation that way they were originally heard in, and that's why here I guess I should I should um, clear up the confusion that I oftentimes hear because mantra as word as a word came to our um, you know popular vocabulary and people say okay this is my mantra this is my mantra well. Uh, yes, I understand the, that they, they think of something repetitive, but again. Um, Mantra at its core is a something that is pre-linguistic, something that doesn't have a an actual meaning of that we, that we can understand, and again something that was heard in the um, deep state of meditation. Mantra will express feelings, but will not express a concept, and so uh, it's in a way a little abstract for um, you know in our daily understanding of things. And mantras are actually very prominent in in different cultures of the world. I mean, when we think mantras, oftentimes people think of of um, you know of of uh, the Indian subcontinent uh, of South Asia. But uh, again, you will you'll find mantras uh, you know in the in the Christian tradition. Uh, Agnus Dei being one of them. Uh, um, anyway, mantras uh, mantras pretty much pervade all cultures. Now, when I talk, about, if I were to name a mantra that is um, that is universal, well, there is a mantra that is that we all engage in. It's just that oftentimes we engage in it very unconsciously. But this is the um, the mantra of uh, the breath, the inhale and exhale, uh, and that mantra is called so hum. So is the sound of inhaling. And then hum is the sound of of the exhale. And honestly, a lot of meditative practices are 
built around trying to bring our full attention to exactly that very process of inhaling and exhaling, of performing, so to speak, mantra soham. And the longer we can be aware throughout the day of the of it as a mantra, of the breath as a mantra, the easier, um, the easier our, uh, the more successful, more fruitful our practice will be. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. Do you have any music-related stories or myths you'd like to share uh, with listeners to be aware of before we move to closing? You know, uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a one that that always comes back uh, and. Basically, the story is very simple. Uh, God is making the human being out of clay, and um, finally the human body is formed, and uh, God uh, wants to invite um, the soul to enter the body. And soul refuses to enter the body, says, I'm not going in there, into that, that piece of clay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not up for that. And that moment the um, uh, god asks uh, the angels to sing and the moment the angels sing with the with, with the beautiful vibration soul enters um, the human body and it's it's a beautiful story first of all um, you know about the power of sound because here with the power of sound god kind of cajoles the the, the soul to enter the body but it talks it, it has uh, you know amazing ramifications. So first of all, it tells us that freedom is the nature of our soul, right? The soul yeah. did not want to go into the body. And the absence of freedom is, is the tragedy of life. And we also know that the spirit, that the soul descends into body, into matter, by law of vibration, by sound, to experience the music of life. So basically, that unlimited part of us, the soul, becomes limited yes. by the body in yes. order to understand what we call as earthly life. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's one loss and one gain, right? There's mm -hmm. loss of freedom, yes. but the gain is the experience of life on earth. Wow, so and amazing. That's it. <laughs> well, Dr. Gore, thank you so much for being on our show today. Listeners can uh, connect with you by going to what www.dr.igorespeaks.com. Yes, and yes, and also, doctor is DR. Yeah. Yes, DR. And uh, also access the links that uh, hopefully will be connected to our show. It's so empowering to know that our well-being is only a breath away with the right practice. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. And I hope that you will return again on our show. I'm always delighted to be here, Dr. Sherish. Thank you. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Well, tune in next week for our show, Quantum Strength in Your Heart 2022, and beyond, live with purpose with Monica Bermudez. Visit the blog page of my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com, for our weekly love practice exercise posted on the blog page. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Master your breath. Let the self be in bliss. Contemplate on the sublime within, within you. Uh, that's quoted by Krishna Makara. Until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today.
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.